Hello and welcome to On My Ex, episode 25. I'm recording this on December the 22nd, 2020. And uh, a lot to go over this week. A lot of cyberpunk news, as usual. That's just everywhere if you look online. Uh, some games have been playing, the finale of Mandalorian, and uh, other tidbits of news and information out there. Um, just going to get this out. I am, I don't know if I'll, I should be able to record next Tuesday. Maybe not. Um, it depends. I may be busy, but I'll try to get one out, at least recorded and then put it out. Uh, we'll see. Might end up being busy, but, uh, I certainly will try to get to my many viewers that I have. So, but first up this week, I would like to talk about Cyberpunk 2077 and the complete S show that that game is. So recently, since I last recorded, um, there were a bunch of many, many bugs and issues of the game. And Sony, uh, Cyberpunk had, I'm sorry, CD Projekt Red said that you can get a refund from Microsoft and Sony, but their policies stated otherwise. You can't really blame either of those companies because, you know, uh, this is a kind of unprecedented thing. And so then Sony eventually, in kind of a shocking move, pulled the game from their digital store. You can't actually buy it online. And um, and are now offering refunds too. So it's pretty, um, it's kind of a crazy turn of events. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this happen. And I don't know if it'll ever happen again. Hopefully it's a cautionary tale to any other developer to don't push your shit game out you know, before it's done. But the crazy part about it is Microsoft's doing the same thing with refunds now. And I believe Best Buy and GameStop, some other places are starting to do physical um, refunds too. Uh, refunds for the physical game, which is incredible. And again, something that doesn't really happen. But this all, you know, this all goes back to, you know, not liking a developer, not, not pre-ordering a game. Um, they it just shows why it, it to me in my eyes my opinion makes that delay of halo infinite look so much better and i imagine those of microsoft right now are kind of fist bumping a little bit thinking man would be nice to have those sales but you know if you had an ass show like this that just that's just nightmare that's just nightmare material you know something like this happen and hopefully this will show any other developers from now on, any other publisher, anybody to make sure a game is finished before it comes out and to not overpromise or promise the game actually runs well and not deliver anything. Um, that's the biggest thing to me is not even that the game's broken, games have shipped, you know, screwed up and broken, but that they, CD Projekt Red lied about it. They lied about it. They deceived openly and I think Microsoft and Sony realize that, and that's why they're allowing these refunds. And before anybody tries to say, oh, CDPR is all nice for giving refunds, well, anybody could have seen this coming too, but they obviously did that simply to prevent any potential class action lawsuit um, against them for this debacle. And it seems as though that's kind of being talked about because it probably will happen. They said the game runs well. They said the game will launch for them, and they lied about it. So it's just uh, it's just bad. And then 
There was another story about their developers, actual developers were, had like a little row with the management. They had a meeting and they were basically just railing against them, telling them, you know, blaming them, like, how could you push this out? Blah, blah, blah. It's all their fault. And, you know, it makes them look bad because it does. And this definitely relies on management overall because they're the ones that make the decision to release or not release it. Developers make the game and the management goes, it needs to be out by this time. And, and it should have been delayed. That's just very, very obvious by this point. And CD Project Red was just sitting there and kind of seemingly resting on their laurels with, oh, we're good guys, CDPR. We made Witcher 3, remember us? And nobody, nobody will care if we do release a crappy game. It's fine. But it's not fine. But also just today, it actually came out that they've sold 13 million copies, even including the refunds apparently. So that's... That, that's that's pretty incredible. Even with all this shit, people are still buying it. And it seems that people, again, are just relying on CDPR, fixing the game, patching it, making it functional. And so it's hard to blame somebody for that. Uh, if the game itself was actually, there's good bones to it, but man, in a broken state, why even bother? Why not just wait until it's done and then get it? Um, I don't know. That's me. I have no desire for it. Uh, if I had a high-end PC, I'd think about it because that's the only way it actually runs. But even that has many issues. But it just, it's just a crazy thing that just it never stops. Um, one of the other tidbits that came out from this was that the company, CDPR, had lost over a billion dollars since this happened um, because investors and all this stuff, I mean, people are seemingly and rightfully so you know, upset with it. Like what the hell's going on here? So just kind of crazy to me. This has never happened, um, at this scale. And I don't, you know, I don't know if it happened again. I mean, I would think any other developer and maybe this would be a good thing. You know, I'm kind of glad it happened because this will show maybe any EA or Bethesda, anybody else that might be like, Hey, we're going to release a game and know, knowingly do it crappy. Maybe this will teach them, well, we probably shouldn't do that. Now, again, no other companies released a game in this poor of a state and made this many promises and lied. Like everybody brings up, um, I've been reading No Man's Sky, but that game just promised a lot. That game promised you could go to any planet and it's all, there's all the stuff to do and it didn't deliver it. They didn't promise, oh, this game runs great on the, on the base HN consoles and then it doesn't run at all, essentially. So that's completely different. You know, what's promised and not delivered is different than the game runs and it actually doesn't run. I mean, those are different things. So I don't think you can compare those two. And the other one I've seen is trying to compare it to the Avengers. Like, why don't they get a refund for that game? Well, that game also different. You might not like the microtransactions or whatever, but the games ran. Like I played the demo on this, on the one X and it looked pretty good. Actually, I was impressed with the graphics and it ran well. You know, you weren't T-posing, your character's dick wasn't hanging out, you know, it wasn't crashing. And so again, the game might not have been, you know, anybody's cup of tea, but it didn't promise all these things and not deliver them. So completely different situations in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a continuing saga that I think will, it'll go on for a while. Um, eventually, by the time it's all patched out and everything, you'll look back on it and say, wow, that was incredible. But but right now it's in the thick of garbage. Um, and actually, again, another, another, this is, this is one of the worst ones to me. Another issue that came out was 
on the PC specifically, allegedly, you can't have a save that's over eight megabytes on your save file. Because if you do, it'll corrupt the save and you can't play it anymore. <laughs> so they recommend that you don't continue, don't keep too many items, don't craft too many items and this and that, because if you do, your save could get too big and it'll corrupt your file. <laughs> Wait a minute. In an, in an RPG where you, there is a lot of crafting and stuff and you maintain items, you're not supposed to have too many because it could corrupt your save and there's no way to fix it. And there's this big long post by the community manager, director, whatever, that talks about it and basically says, well, we're not going to fix it. We can't really fix it. Just don't, don't have too much stuff. You know, have a nice day. It's like, what? How is that even a glitch in a game? Like, how is that even a thing? I mean, Jesus, games have been out, RPGs have been out like this for forever. I mean, and they don't have an issue like that. And again, it just, to me, it shows that CDPR made The Witcher 3, which is, I didn't like it, but a good game. And uh, they weren't ready to make this ambitious of a game. This open world RPG, they just weren't ready as a developer. They're not big enough. And this seems to prove that to me a lot. And uh, I just can't believe that you can get away with that. Say, well, there's an issue. We know it. We're not going to fix it. And people still defend it. You know, and you can't defend a company like that anymore. You just can't. You can sit there and say that in your opinion, you like the game, but you can't, you can't defend the people who are making those decisions, be it their management, whomever. You can't. Um, and so it just kind of, it's just kind of crazy to me. You know, there's those people are like we've I've talked about many times. Um, leading up to these new consoles are fanboys, so you know, fanboys for the company and that's just the way it is. But this thing'll this thing'll be around for a while and uh hopefully they'll get it sorted out so this game can be uh somewhat functional. Moving on from old cyberpunk, uh I was just reading a rumor from Game Rant earlier today that there was a job listing for a UI artist and for halo infinite and it only listed a series x and pc it did not list an xbox one as the job description and so now people are thinking well because of that that means that the game's not coming to xbox one anymore now as much as i would love that um i don't think that's the case because 343 and microsoft has said many many times that it's definitely coming to the xbox one and rightfully so from a business standpoint, because obviously there's more of them, 60 million plus Xbox Ones, and there's, I don't know, at most 2 million Series Xs out there. Obviously PC, there's however many people decide to play on PC, but there's far more Xbox Ones out there. And so it makes sense. Now, from selfishly from like a, uh, my standpoint of a fan, I would love it if it only released on the Series X, because... Um, NPC because that way they can not worry about eight year old freaking hardware and make it truly next gen, like just kick ass on that new console and be a real showcase for it. And, um, like I said, last week I plan on, I will get one by the time, uh, reach, reach Jesus infinite comes out. And so that's fine with me. I don't care if it doesn't, you know, run in a one, to be honest. The problem is I know it's not going to happen. So kind of just a silly rumor, wishful thinking, but it'd be kind of nice. Um, but I don't think it'll, uh, don't think it'll happen. So 
best uh, just be throwing that rumor out the window, I think. What would be nice is, I don't know. I just don't think you, I just know you can't do it. But I do wish it was only, especially if it's going to be the last Halo game. I want the thing to be super optimized for Series X. And maybe because it's, it is going to be the last one, allegedly, uh, single player and everything, they could just optimize the hell out of it even more more so post-release. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I just hope it's a good game, pretty much. Uh, moving on from there, I like to talk about my trials and tribulations trying to get a PlayStation 5. So I can finally say that I was able to finally get one. Yes, I know. I hear the applause. Uh, so on the 17th, which, uh, what day was that? Was that last Wednesday? Whatever day it was, I was able to finally go on, yeah, last Thursday. Uh, Walmart had a drop. This was, uh, they, because I, I was following a bunch of people on Twitter, I was just about ready to give up. I turned off notifications for, I think I was following like four different uh, accounts. I think I only had one on. And they alerted that, oh, kind of out of the blue. Walmart's going to have a drop today, being the 17th at 12 or 310 Eastern, 1210 my time. I'm like, ah, oh, fine. You know what? This is the last time I'm going to try. So, you know, time got close. It was 12. I got my computer, another computer, my phone, put my clown makeup on and tried at 1210. Nothing. Maybe it was 12. Either way, doesn't matter. Tried nothing, you know. It's it's that time. It's the exact time. In the second, it's like twelve o'clock on the nose, or twelve ten. Uh, I reload nothing. Reload nothing on all three, and then finally it pops up on the two computers. I hit add to cart, add to cart. One of them was on a different account. Did it on my phone. Nothing. No add to cart. It instantly just said sold out. Another one. I, I reload add to cart. Said it was in the cart, but oh, it's item sold out. And then on my phone, it says add to cart. Proceed to checkout. Proceed to checkout, and then it says, "Nope, sorry, it's out of stock." I'm like, "God dang it! This is just just figures, just bot mart, you know." So then I'm like, "That's that's it. That's stupid." But then Walmart's doing this new thing where they're kind of doing it waves. So they had another wave ten minutes later, and so the second wave, same thing. I'm all ready, got everything good to go, and I keep seeing that it's supposedly easier through the app because it's downloading less data and all that jazz. And so I try to concentrate more on the app instead of the computers this time. And so I'm reloading, reloading. It's right in the minute. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It finally pops. So my computer, I hit add to cart. My phone, add to cart. It, it loads. Nothing in the computer. It, it takes me the, the like 521 bad gateway crap. The other laptop, I hit add to cart. It says out of stock. My phone, it finally pops in. It says add to cart. And it went through. It went add to cart. You know, proceed to checkout. Yes, then it wants the last three digits of the credit card. I'm like, oh, God, this is where it's going to F me. Type in real quick. Hit checkout. Yes, yes, confirm, blah, blah, blah. Boom. Says I finally have one. Says I finally, finally got one. Shipping arriving on the 13th of January. I was quite happy. Did a few fist bumps. I was very pleased. So that's, that's kind of where it stands now. Uh, I still kind of don't believe it because I haven't had any update information from Walmart saying, you know, it's it's shipped or getting ready or anything, just as preparing. And I've been going on Discord and and Reddit and, and all these people that got it from the same date or even the two days prior. And same thing, a lot of people are saying they had the date the ninth or the tenth, and then their app never updated. 
they just it updated after it was shipped and arrived so there's kind of like a surprise what and they obviously came early some people got them yesterday day before tomorrow today and so i'm not sure with mine what the deal is um i there's a people say you download the fedex app it's like a fedex manager thing and it has your address and it tells you if anything's shipping to you um i've tried that it doesn't do anything for me so i don't know if i'm doing something wrong or what but uh so anyway that's where it stands i i allegedly have one um it's allegedly coming, but until it's actually in my in my hands, I'm not going to believe it. So uh, I just have this feeling it's going to get canceled or something's going to happen. But I also worry about people stealing it, to be honest. I live in a very rural area, so it probably won't happen. But it's more just a FedEx driver doing it. Um, or if it arrives when I'm not here at some point and somebody takes it. But um, I hope it doesn't happen. But the only reason I'm worried is it doesn't even, I just want to update as to, you know, hey, it should arrive around this day, you know, other than the 13th, because I don't think it's going to be that late. I just want some update and I have no update. And so she's kind of killing me not to get an update. So I've been checking every day and it's kind of feels, feels like I'm wearing the clown makeup again, <laughs> you know, now that I finally have one. So, but I'm glad I got it. It was a digital and, uh, which I found out were apparently a lot harder to get than the physical shocker. I know. Sony made more of the uh, more expensive versions. So anyway, I'll update you guys. Hopefully by next week, maybe I'll have it. Um, being that's Christmas week, I don't know if that'll happen. Um, but we will see. Uh, and then I'm just kind of excited. It's the first PlayStation console I've owned in, owned in two generations. Um, so we will see if it arrives. And hopefully I don't get screwed. But moving on from there, uh, that's about all the gaming news I want to talk about this week. But uh, I've been playing Ukulele and then Possible Lair. It's on Game Pass. It's pretty fun. It's from the uh, team. Gosh, I can't remember the name. It's bad. But anyway, a bunch of ex Rare employees, and it plays like Donkey Kong Country, the and not the N64, the SNES ones. So it's pretty cool. I don't know about the controls or something that kind of feels a little bit off about them. So I don't. I'm not digging them too much, but the game itself's okay. It's Game Pass, so why not? Um, been playing more Rogue Company because it's always fun, um, and I'm actually kind of excited to when I get my PS5 to play like Rogue Company and Apex on a next-gen console, even if it is isn't the Series X, and I'm using a different controller. And uh, that's the biggest thing with this this uh, this generation is I'm hoping. Judging by how it looks and, and reviews of this controller, it supposedly it looks bigger and supposedly is a little bit bigger than the last DualShock 4, I think it was called. I hated I hate Sony's controllers. I've hated this the the uh, sticks, the, the, their location. I hate that the D-pad is prominent and they're not offset sticks like on Xbox, and the size. And this thing looks bigger, and I'm hoping it, it's a lot more comfortable. Um, but anyway, I'm looking forward to trying those games on next gen just to see how they are. Um, but yeah, that's really all I've been playing for the most part. So, and then, ooh, Mandalorian season two, episode eight, the finale. It's pretty good. Um, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, Luke Skywalker's back, apparently. Deep fake Luke Skywalker. And 
I'd be lying if I said I didn't get, not like cry, but didn't get like emotional for what could have, should have been with the sequel trilogy. That got to me, the feels like, wow, this is amazing. Um, This is what it should have been. And it made me, it made me happy to see it, but also very sad because we didn't get that. We got Jake Skywalker drinking titty milk, you know? So it was good to see it. Um, it just shows how powerful that character is, regardless of what Roundhead Johnson and Kathleen piece of garbage Kennedy think. Um, and it was good to see it. I don't know where that season ago because he took Grogu, so I think Grogu's out of the picture, and he should be because you can only rely on that kind of thing so long. And then they announced a Boba Fett show at the end of it, which looks cool. Uh, I don't know what that's going to do. I feel like that's only going to be a limited like one season series type of thing, limited. Um, I don't know. I really liked, it was cool to see Boba Fett, you know, actually doing all the stuff he allegedly was capable of. So that was pretty badass to see, but I, uh, I don't know where it's going to go one season. I hope that if it is one season, it's actually 10 episodes and the episodes are, you know, at least 45 minutes, not an eight episode, one season limited run, 20 minute episodes here and there. That's stupid. Nobody wants that, you know? Um, so we'll see, but, uh, it was an exciting ending. Um, I don't know where the show go from there. There's a drama between Bo-Katan with the dark saber, but it seems iffy because even in, within the lore of star Wars rebels, Sabine just gave it to Bo-Katan and she didn't have to fight her for it. So I don't know why it's an issue now. So I don't know. Obviously there needs to be some kind of drama and it'll play out, but we'll see how that goes. So. I'm excited for the next season, though. It was overall was a good season. There was there were problems with it, um, but you know, again, when the bar is so low from any Star Wars we've had from Disney, you see that and you go, "Huh, this is actually really good." So you're kind of looking at the rose-colored glasses a little bit, but that's the way it is, you know. I mean, nothing to do about it. So it was interesting. We'll see where they go from there, um, but I hope it's good. I hope it continues to be good and get even better. So. Uh, as long as Favreau's in there, it'll be, Star Wars will be decent. When Favreau's gone, um, that's when it could be garbage, because anytime Kennedy's involved, it's, it's usually garbage, so. But it was good. It was good, and we'll see where it goes from there. That's gonna do it for me this week, a little bit shorter, but, like I said, it's Christmas week, so a little bit busy and stuff. Um, I want to wish everybody who listens a Merry Christmas. Uh, hope you have a good week and some time to relax and play many video games um i know that i'll try to i actually have my friend coming over for a little game fest on uh, this weekend i'm gonna play some games online hopefully my ps5 will be here um being that christmas is friday i doubt i'm gonna get it this week but it'd be kind of cool um but uh yeah so just stay happy stay healthy play mini games and uh i'll talk to everybody if not next week um before the new year i don't plan on taking that much time off from the podcasting um but if not then i'll see you guys later